Good evening, my dear friends and curious souls. Welcome to Mysteries After Dark, a horror podcast. My name, you may wonder. Just think of me as your old grandpa, spinning tales from a time long gone, and some from not-so-distant past. In my younger days, my grandkids would crowd around me, their eyes wide in anticipation or fear, eager for the evening's gruesome tales. Now I extend this tradition, this gift, to you. So pull up a chair, stoke that fireside, and let the shadows dance on every corner of the room. Let's journey together into the heart of darkness, where we unmask the unseen, discover forbidden secrets, and unburden the forgotten tales of the past. So dim the lights, my friends, and let's delve into the mysteries that emerge only after dark on our wonderful, unnerving journey. Dear Mysteries After Dark podcast, I must share a chilling experience that has haunted me since the day my mother passed away. It was a Monday afternoon, and I found myself sitting in math class, desperately needing to use the bathroom. After mustering up the courage, I approached my teacher and timidly asked for permission. To my surprise, she granted it without hesitation. As I made my way towards the bathroom, an eerie feeling washed over me. I couldn't shake the sensation that someone was following closely behind, their presence lurking just beyond my sight. Despite the unnerving sound of footsteps echoing in my ears, I pushed aside my growing unease and continued on my path. Upon entering the bathroom, I sought solace in the routine of washing my hands. However, when I glanced up at the mirror, a shock coursed through my veins. Standing directly behind me was a girl, her figure ethereal and indistinct. Startled, I swiftly turned around, only to find emptiness staring back at me. The girl's voice pierced the silence, uttering a single word, Frank. Fear gripped me as her words echoed through my mind. She claimed that my mother was dead, but disbelief clouded my thoughts. Panic took hold of me as I fled from the bathroom and returned to my math class desperate to find solace in the familiarity of my surroundings. Throughout the remainder of the day, I battled with conflicting emotions. A part of me urged caution and skepticism, warning against believing in the supernatural. Yet another part whispered that perhaps there was truth in the ghostly encounter. This internal struggle intensified as I boarded the bus home, anxiety gripping my heart. As I arrived at our house, a shiver ran down my spine. The front door stood wide open, casting an ominous shadow over the entrance. Fear gripped me tightly as I cautiously stepped inside. The scene that awaited me was one of unimaginable horror. My mother lay lifeless on the floor. In a state of shock and disbelief, I immediately dialed 911 for help. The emergency responders arrived swiftly, but their efforts were in vain. My beloved mother had passed away leaving me to grapple with grief and an unshakable sense of guilt. Haunted by the ghostly encounter and overwhelmed with sorrow, I made the difficult decision to move into my grandparents' house a month later. However, even within the safety of their home, the ghostly presence revisited me, serving as a constant reminder of the day my world shattered. Despite these harrowing experiences, I strive to move forward and find solace in the memories of my mother, 
I implore all who hear this tale to heed my warning. Should you ever encounter a figure in the mirror or sense a ghostly presence, resist the urge to engage with it. Learn from my mistakes and avoid delving into the unknown. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, I have an incredible tale to share with you, one that will send shivers down your spine. Brace yourselves as I recount the bone-chilling events that unfolded in my supposedly haunted house. Prepare for a hair-raising experience unlike any other. It all began when my friend Chris and I were engrossed in a game of Halo 2. Out of nowhere, a pencil soared across the room, narrowly missing my eye. We frantically searched for any signs of mischief from our other friend, Perry, but there was no one else present. This was no mere prank. Something inexplicable was happening within those walls. Determined to unravel the mystery without alarming any potential spirits, we strategically placed mirrors around the house to peer into hidden corners. To our astonishment, we discovered several rooms that exhibited strange occurrences. But that's not all. The walls held a cryptic message. Flickering strokes of light formed the words Irueo Xent, which we deciphered to read You're Next. The eerie nature of this message sent shivers down our spines. As if these occurrences weren't terrifying enough, another incident left us trembling with fear. I reached for a seemingly innocent box of baking soda, only to witness it inexplicably move away from me and crash onto the floor. It was as though an unseen force was playing tricks on us, taunting us with its presence. But the most harrowing experience of all was the injury I sustained during the pencil incident. The sharp lead cut my eyelid deeply, causing excruciating pain. The thought of it happening again petrifies me, as though some malevolent force has marked me as its target. I implore any listeners who have encountered similar supernatural encounters to share their experiences. Let us come together to unravel the mysteries and find solace in knowing we are not alone in our haunted tales. Stay tuned for more spine-tingling stories and untold secrets that are sure to captivate your imagination. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, I have an eerie tale to share with you today, recounting a recent event that sent shivers down my spine. My husband and I were visiting his parents in northern Illinois for a weekend getaway. Typically, we would sleep on their couch in the living room, but due to my advanced pregnancy, it had become quite uncomfortable for both of us. So, on our last visit, I decided to sleep on the sleeper sofa in the adjacent room which I believe is best described as a sitting room. Meanwhile, my husband stayed on the living room couch. It was during the stillness of the night, around 3 a.m., when I abruptly awoke from a deep slumber. To my astonishment, a figure of a man stood right beside me, peering down at me intently. I blinked repeatedly and stared, but he remained there, unwavering. Fear gripped me instantly as the room's atmosphere turned ominous. Moreover, 
he was positioned where a piece of furniture should have been, making it impossible for any human to stand in that spot. Needless to say, I was terrified. Summoning all my courage, I rose from the sleeper sofa and swiftly retrieved my husband's flashlight headlight. However, by the time I returned, the figure had vanished without a trace. Yet despite his disappearance, an unsettling presence lingered in the air. To calm myself, I tried to focus on happy thoughts of friends and family. But when my mind turned to my father, an inexplicable anger seemed to permeate the surroundings. It sent chills down my spine and added to my distress. How could this entity harbor resentment towards my own father? The following day, I confided in my husband, as I often do when faced with such unexplained phenomena. To my surprise, he revealed that his entire family had encountered strange occurrences in their 106-year-old home. As a child, my husband experienced his bedroom door being violently kicked in at night, followed by the sound of footsteps racing along the upstairs hallway. Even his parents admitted to encountering a man who would often stand by their side door on the front porch, or occasionally at the front entrance. I myself had glimpsed this mysterious figure on two occasions during my visits over the past few months. Each encounter was fleeting, as he would walk away and vanish into thin air. Furthermore, on the day after my unsettling experience, while engaged in conversation with my husband's fearful aunt on the staircase, I caught sight of a swift shadow darting across the hallway, in and out of various bedrooms. It was a fleeting glimpse, but the distinct black shadow left an indelible impression. Given the age of the house and its cozy ambiance, it comes as no surprise that haunting phenomena occur within its walls. The architectural beauty and warm atmosphere make it an inviting family home. However, I can't help but wonder if whatever visited me that fateful night will continue to haunt me as it did before. It was an encounter that pushed me to my limits. I hope you find this account of mine intriguing and captivating. It serves as a chilling reminder that sometimes the inexplicable forces of the supernatural can infiltrate even the most cherished homes. Sincerely, a disturbed visitor. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, Something strange has been happening to me lately, and I simply can't explain it. It's as if objects are vanishing into thin air while I sleep. Now, I must admit, these incidents usually occur after I've had a few too many drinks, but the missing items are things that I handle on a daily basis. Take my glasses, for example. I always place them either by my bed, on my dresser, or in the bathroom before going to sleep. However, when I wake up in the morning, they're nowhere to be found. I've searched high and low, rummaging through every nook and cranny in my room, but they've simply vanished without a trace. It's incredibly frustrating, and I still haven't been able to locate them. But that's not all. The disappearance of my glasses pales in comparison to what happened with my rings. I have three precious turquoise rings that I never take off except for work. Whenever I remove them, I carefully place them in the pocket of my pants or in a small compartment in my purse. They never leave my side except when I shower or go to bed. However, just the other morning, 
I woke up to find that these three cherished rings had mysteriously vanished from my fingers while I slept. It's mind-boggling. What's even stranger is that the one ring I had acquired recently as a reminder of a dear departed friend was left untouched. It's almost as if someone or something had specifically targeted those three rings, leaving the rest behind. Now, I'm left with several possible explanations for these bizarre occurrences. One possibility is that I am somehow sleepwalking or moving things around in my sleep without any recollection. Another theory is that one of my roommates may be playing a prank on me, deliberately hiding my belongings to mess with my head. Then there's the far-fetched idea that a ghost may be haunting my room, causing these items to vanish inexplicably. Or perhaps during an encounter with extraterrestrial beings, if we assume that happened, I unknowingly left these possessions behind on their spaceship. Lastly, and most worryingly, could it be that I am losing my mind? I'm hopeful that sharing my story with you will shed some light on these perplexing events. Your expertise in unraveling mysteries would be greatly appreciated as I search for answers to this puzzling conundrum. Sincerely, A Troubled Soul Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, I have an eerie tale to share with you. It revolves around a new house that my family and I moved into a few months ago. Strange occurrences have been unfolding, particularly in our shared bedroom, where my sister, cousin, and I sleep. My mother has been claiming to witness unsettling things in that very room, leaving me feeling quite unnerved. One night, my mother dozed off in our room, so we decided not to disturb her and retreated to the living room to watch some television. As we were engrossed in the program, my mother startled us with her piercing screams. Panic-stricken, we rushed back to our room, desperate to understand what had caused her fright. However, she was too terrified to speak, rendering us clueless about the source of her fear. The following day, I mustered the courage to inquire about the incident. It turned out that everyone else had sought refuge in my aunt's house that night. My mother recounted a chilling encounter she had experienced while lying in bed. According to her, she saw an indistinct figure emerge from the bathroom and approach her. The bed shook violently, jolting her awake. To her horror, she found herself face to face with the figure, seemingly attempting to kiss her or embrace her. Ever since that day, I've made it a habit to always close the bathroom door. The memory of what my mother endured lingers in my mind. I worry that whatever or whoever it was that visited her might target me next. The whole situation feels even more perplexing, given that my mother is a devout Christian. I am desperate for an explanation as to what tried to communicate with or touch my mother. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, I'm a 17-year-old girl who goes by the name Laila. I want to share a perplexing and chilling experience that has been haunting me. As a devoted Christian, I've encountered some supernatural occurrences in my life, but this one has left me seeking answers. 
There's this mysterious man who keeps appearing in my thoughts and dreams. His presence is so vivid that I can even hear his voice when I'm alone. From his appearance, it seems like he could be of Italian, Greek, or Mediterranean descent. He stands tall, somewhere between 6'4 and 6'7, with shoulder-length jet-black hair tied in a ponytail. What's most striking are his lime-green eyes. He typically dresses in a combination of red and black. Whenever I think about him or write about him in my journal, or even wake up after dreaming about him, an unsettling coldness surrounds me. It feels as though someone is constantly watching me. In my dreams, he has made advances towards me, attempting to sleep with me on numerous occasions. Twice he even tried to kill me in those dreams. However, when I called upon the name of Jesus, he was forced to retreat in agony. One night, as I was going about my business, I saw a man who looked exactly like him driving by my house. It was an incredibly frightening experience that left me shaken to the core. I can't help but wonder who this man is and why he seems to be fixated on me. I desperately seek answers and understanding. Could you shed some light on this mysterious figure? What does he want from me? Sincerely, Laila. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, I have a haunting experience to share with you that took place when I was visiting my relatives in Vietnam. I was around 15 or 16 years old at the time, and it was in the month of April. My two sisters and I were sharing a room, with them having the beds facing the door while I had the bed facing a large mirror. In Vietnam, regardless of the season, darkness would fall around 9 p.m. and the sun would rise between 5 to 6 a.m. One particular night, after going to sleep around 10 p.m., something strange occurred. I suddenly woke up around 12 or 1 a.m., in a state where I was half-conscious and half-awake. I found myself unable to move or make any sound, despite calling out for help from my sisters. It felt as though my body was weighed down, and I could only manage to open my eyes slightly. When I looked towards the mirror, I saw a dark shadow staring back at me. I couldn't make out any distinct features, but I could sense that it was a girl. All I could see were her eyes, which were either red or pitch black. This eerie encounter lasted for what felt like 10 to 15 minutes before I finally snapped out of it and fully awoke. When I mustered the courage to look in the mirror again, there was nothing there. The mirror was one of those large ones where you can see your entire body when standing. Since that unsettling event, I never experienced anything similar while sleeping in front of that mirror in Vietnam. It remains a baffling mystery to me. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, Today I have a chilling story to share with you. It's a tale of eerie events that took place in a quiet neighborhood, events that left us all feeling unsettled and spooked. It all started when my mom told me about a classmate of hers, Kevin, who tragically lost his life in a car accident just weeks after their graduation. He was young, just 16 or 17, 
and the accident happened right by his own home. The worst part was that he was alone and badly injured, with no one around to help him. By the time his family found him, it was too late. Years later, my family became neighbors with Kevin's family, but we had no idea about the tragic history of their home. It wasn't until strange occurrences began to unfold that we realized something was amiss. One day, while playing in the woods with a friend, we noticed two vehicles in our neighbor's yard, a beaten-up car and a hearse. What was even more unsettling was that the vehicles seemed to appear and disappear before our eyes. We mustered up the courage to ask our neighbor about the vehicles, but he denied any knowledge of an accident. However, as soon as he went inside, the vehicles reappeared, accompanied by eerie funeral music and what seemed like flashes of camera lights. We were terrified and we hurried back home, too frightened to stay outside any longer. The next day, we returned to find the vehicles once again, along with what looked like blood around the car. The hearse door would open and close on its own, and we could hear what sounded like crying. Our neighbor's strange behavior only added to the unease, as he would always warn us to be careful and avoid accidents. Even when we rode our four-wheelers, he would come outside and give us an eerie warning each time. The more we learned about the tragic history of the house, the more the pieces fell into place. Unexplained sounds of car crashes, mysterious shadows, and unfamiliar voices filled the air, leaving us all feeling haunted. This bone-chilling experience has left a lasting impression on me and those who witnessed it with me. We still can't bring ourselves to return to that place. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, I have a bone-chilling tale to share with you, one that will surely send shivers down your spine. It was during my college days when I found myself in Bombay, India, staying with my maternal uncle. Due to limited accommodation, I was assigned a room on the terrace, tucked away at the end of a dimly lit staircase. As the clock struck midnight, the lights on the terrace were switched off. Unable to find solace in sleep, I ventured out of my room, seeking respite from my troubled mind. As I stepped onto the terrace, my eyes fell upon a young couple standing in the corner. They appeared to be ordinary human beings, so I approached them, curious to know more. But as I drew nearer, something inexplicable occurred. They vanished into thin air before my very eyes. Fear gripped me, and I hastily turned away, desperate to retreat to the safety of my room. To my astonishment, however, the same couple stood in my path, barring my way. I averted my gaze, ignoring their presence, and fled into my room, slamming the door shut behind me. Trembling with fear, I sought refuge under my bedsheet, hoping to shield myself from the ghostly couple. Throughout the long night, I dared not venture out until the sun finally rose the next morning. It was then that I learned from the building's watchmen about their encounters with the spectral pair. They advised me to steer clear of them, to go about my business without interfering. It seemed that as long as I avoided crossing their path, the couple ghosts posed no harm. But should one dare to intrude upon their domain, they had the potential to inflict harm. 
The memory of that chilling encounter continues to haunt me to this day. Well, my dear friends, we've reached the end of yet another winding path. As the evening knits the night, drawing its comforting darkness around us, we must part ways, for now. You've traveled with me through unsettling alleyways of thought, and I hope our journey together has both enthralled and enchanted you. Like a spider's web capturing the moonlight in its delicate dew-drenched threads, until we meet again beneath the gossamer glow of the next moon, I urge you to keep your hearts open, your minds sharp, and your spirits daring. Remember, no star is ever out of reach, and no mystery is ever too daunting to seek. This is your humble grandpa, turning the last page of our ebon-bound book for now. May your dreams be wistful, my friends. Farewell from Mysteries After Dark, a horror podcast, and tread softly into the night.